Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Good evening, everyone. Tonight we see that our wise men have finally arrived from the narthex, I mean from the far east, to the nativity scene tonight. Deacon Tom, thanks for bringing them in. Uh, Tonight we celebrate the fact that the wise men were searching and that they found the Lord. After much of their uh, lives looking for what was to come in the stars, they finally found one that shone over the only thing that matters the most, and that is Jesus Christ. We sometimes get distracted by all of the shiny things out there. We get distracted from what matters the most ourselves. And so for the times where we've fallen into sin by taking our eyes off of the Lord, let us ask the Lord to show us his mercy. Today we celebrate the feast day of the Epiphany, which I don't know how many of you know what the word Epiphany means, but it's the word for manifestation, which is also another complicated word. It's for when something is finally revealed, or it's being seen in a new way for the first time, or a fuller way for the first time in a long time. That's what an epiphany is. It's when someone's sitting on the couch and all of a sudden they go, ah, right? When it dawns on you, that's a manifestation, an epiphany. And today we celebrate the moment where the wise men, where the magi find Jesus, where they finally, it dawns on them where he is and they go and they see him, they bring him their gifts. But I wonder, perhaps, who's finding who today? In the ancient times, everyone was out looking for a savior, was out looking for a new king, for the next big thing. Doesn't sound familiar today, does it? People back then, especially the wise men, were out looking at the stars to find something that's different. I mean, even today, whenever, uh, whenever the, uh, the two planets aligned a couple of weeks ago for the Christmas star, that I called it, you know, when the two planets aligned, everyone thought, oh, something special must be happening because this is happening, Right. Because when we look at the stars, when we look at the heavens, we realize that all creation, this giant order of things, we can find something meaningful in it. I mean, actually, back in the old days, you would sometimes figure out your child's destiny based on what stars were overhead the night or the day that they were born. I mean, it was, they looked for God's creation and said, of all the things that have been put into order, what does it tell us about our lives? And so magi were often astronomers. They looked at the stars and said, what can we tell? They might have even been on the edge of being astrologers, you know, like with the uh, Capricorn and Aries and whatever. You know, I don't don't read the horoscope things. Anyways, those things, right? Trying to find something meaningful about their future by looking at what's up there. Well, finally, these wise men, they see an anomaly. They see this amazing star over Bethlehem. An amazing star. And so they go to find out what the star is. But interestingly, these wise men, they don't go to Bethlehem. They see a star over the birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem. And where do they go instead? Jerusalem, we read in the gospel today from Matthew chapter 2. They go to Jerusalem to King Herod. They go to him. It's interesting, isn't it? That these people who are seeking something really meaningful, and when they finally see a sign... Where do they go? Worldly power. Worldly authority. 
worldly credibility or pleasure or honor, things that they know. They go to King Herod in Jerusalem, the wrong place, after seeing the star in the right place, to say, we've come searching for what's under that star. And what does King Herod say? Well, I'm not that kid, right? I'm not in Bethlehem, but I've heard about this kid. Why don't you go find him? Come back and tell me where he's staying at so I can go there too to destroy him, is what he's thinking, right? He was a savage king. People were searching high and low for something that was coming. And the Magi, they see the star. As they go to find out where, the, where this star is leading them, they go to the world first and they find a dead end. I was reading a commentary today that, that told us, actually, that not just these Magi were searching for something special. Listen to all this. Even the Roman historians, so a secular authority, not the Magi, knew about this, about the searching for a king. Not so very much later than this, uh, Suetonius would write, There had spread all over the Orient, so the Middle East and the East, an old and established belief that it was fated at that time, 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born, for men coming from Judea, where is Bethlehem located in? Judea. That men coming from Judea would then rule the world from the life of uh, Vespian. Tacitus tells of the same belief that there was a firm persuasion, this is a different source, that at this very time in the East, there was someone to grow powerful and rulers would come from Judea that would acquire a universal empire. That's from Tacitus' histories. The Jews themselves had a belief that, quote, about that time, from someone from their country should become the governor of the habitable earth. And that comes from Josephus. Uh, a slightly later time, there's a, a king of Armenia. He visits Nero in Rome, along with some his, of his own magi, and they say that they're sacrificing uh, to the memory of Plato because they thought he would come back. Almost the same time that Jesus was born, Augustus, the Roman emperor, was being hailed as the, quote, savior of the world. Okay, I don't need to keep going, all right? Everyone in the world thought that in this place, at this time, something was going to happen. It was, it was palpable. They were, they, were, they were salivating, right? They were waiting for this thing to come. And finally, the magi, the wise men, they go to the, they go to the ruler of the world and they say, where is he? And the ruler of the world says, I can't show him to you. Maybe that's the lesson for us today, or one of them. That when we go seeking for things that the world tells us will satisfy us, the world always tells us it's a dead end. When I get on my phone to check Instagram to see how many likes I got on my picture, it'll never be enough. That's what we'll find. When we go to work and we ask for a raise and we finally get the raise in a year or five years or ten years, it won't have been enough anymore. When we finally get the cool car or the bigger house or the, the praise from our friends or coworkers or teammates, it will never be enough. When Alabama wins to next week, it still won't be enough wins for that program. It won't. And all of us will still be saying, change the system because it's rigged. No matter what we're looking for in the world, when we see the stars, when we see God is actually making a promise to us from his heavens, when we seek them out in the, in the things of this world, they're going to be dead ends. And the Magi realize that. And so they leave King Herod's palace and they go the right way, the humble way, to the town of Bethlehem, south, down, low, to the beginnings, to where King David once ruled, where he came from, 
to Bethlehem, which means the house of bread, the thing that will actually feed their soul. They leave King Herod's palace. They leave the holy city of Jerusalem. They come down the mountain. They go to a stable in the middle of nowhere. And there they say, Aha! Epiphany! Manifestation! Look, Lord, now we've found you. And the most amazing thing about it is that as we celebrate the epiphany where the wise men finally find the king that they've been looking for, Jesus celebrates the same feast day for us. Because the wise men have been traveling and searching and studying the heavens to try to find the king. And likewise, the king has already been studying us. He's already been searching the star of your life. He's already been seeking you out in many ways. And he's traveled across many lands. And eventually, when you let him, one day, it'll be an epiphany, a manifestation, not just of us with our gifts to our God, but of Jesus Christ and his gifts to all of us. Just one more word about the uh, blessing before the final uh, blessing here. Uh, ironic. In the back of the church uh, are little sheets with some chalk that kind of walk you through an a, a epiphany blessing for your own home. It's a tradition we've done here at Corpus Christi for a while. If, you've not, if you're not aware of it, above each doorway in your house, or at least the ones to the outside, you can write a few symbols. The first is the year, the millennia, so two, 2000, right, two zero. And on the other side, you write the current year, so 21, so 2021. And then in between those, uh, that year, you write CMB, which tradition kind of goes two ways on this. Either it means the, the three names of the wise men, because they want, you want the Lord to bring those same gifts to your home, right? So Caspar, Melchior, and Balthazar, or the Latin phrase, Christus mentionem benedica, I think. Anyways, which means Christ bless this house. Either way, I want it in my house. So I thought maybe we all want it there too. In the back of the church in the center is chalk and those, uh, those blessing cards. Feel free to take one home to your home and, uh, and do the blessing on the uh, inside door, doorway, a mantle, above each of your doors to the outside of your home. And you can just do the simple prayer on there with your family. Let us pray. Renewed by sacred nourishment, we implore your mercy, O Lord, that the star of your justice may shine always bright in our minds, and that our true treasure may ever consist in our confession of you, through Christ our Lord. Amen. We've also got a special blessing just for Epiphany. A lot of blessings this time of year. So come in. May God, who has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light, pour out in kindness his blessing upon you, and make your hearts firm in faith, hope, and love. And since in all confidence you follow Christ, who today appeared in the world as a light shining in darkness, may God make you also a light for your brothers and sisters. And so when your pilgrimage has ended, may you come to him whom the Magi sought as they followed the star and whom they found with great joy the light from light to his Christ and the Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God.